Hello and welcome to Every Youth Matters. I'm Dr. John Tan. For the past 30 years, I've been helping youths realize their life potential. In recent years though, I've helped many parents, teachers, counselors and youth workers engage their young people. In this podcast, I will share tips, tools and ways to reach who may be that difficult or challenging youth who just will not respond to your best intentions. What can we do to reach and win their hearts? I believe that the youth's potential is too precious a gift to waste. So come, join me in this journey for Every Youth Matters. Welcome, welcome to Every Youth Matters. This is Dr. John Tan. I am so glad you are here with me in this journey as we continue to look at the mega shifts that must be made in a young person as we look through the lens of positive youth development, right? We have looked at shift number one that must move from adult agenda to the youth voice or youth agency. And we also looked at number two, which is moving from dependency to interdependency. And today we look at something hmm, quite, quite controversial maybe for some but anyway, hear me out. And shift number three that I think that must be made when we put on the lenses of looking from positive youth development will be this, moving from fragility to agility. Let me repeat that. Moving from fragility to agility. Meaning, we want the young people to move from being fragile to being agile. From being fragile to agile. Now, you may have heard that this uh, current generation of young people, they have been accused of being strawberry generation. Have you heard about them? Strawberry generation. Do you like strawberries? Mm, they look yummy, yummy, but they are very soft. <laughs> You just have to uh, squish them and that's it, right? You destroy. So the strawberry generation refers to the perhaps the perception that um, maybe the older generations might have about the younger ones that they seem to be soft. They don't have the strength. They don't have the tenacity they don't have the power. They just don't have the lasting power, the perseverance. They are so soft. They are so entitled. They are not resilient at all. And now, why did I say all this? Um, just repeating. Uh, doesn't mean that I believe them, which is why I say it's controversial because I speak to some older ones and they will say, yes, 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 they're so very, they're so soft, you know, and they will relate the times where they were. They were perhaps pioneer generation, you know, they were the boomers, they were the builders. We built this country with our blood, sweat and tears so that they can, you know, these young people, they can be entitled. Hmm, they are spoiled brats and rotten. This is just some of the things that have been said to me. But yet at the same time, I've also seen and talked to some fantastic and fabulous young people believing that they should contribute to the community, right? And they have done so much by starting up 
you know, um, social enterprises, by starting up uh, volunteer agencies, by starting up initiatives, community initiatives uh, in groups and all that. They've done all that. So where is this, where's the truth in the statement about strawberry generation? Well, here is my view. I think if we look at it differently, I do not like the label. But what I like to see will be using terms like this is an agile generation. It's an agile generation. They have to learn to be lean. They have to learn to be flexible. And so positive youth development, one of the lenses then says that while we have provided that opportunity, while we provide that positive community, we do have some expectations Right? This is the expectations that we have because it's part of growing. right? As part of growing developmentally, we are saying that young people need to learn flexibility. They need to learn adaptability. And where are they going to learn it from? Hmm, from Google? Maybe. But I'm talking that true learning, true social learning, always takes place within a social context <laughs> and the social context that the young persons, uh, young people are familiar with first starts with the family. That is the most immediate and the most visible and the most visual social context that, that they will be part of. The second one will be the school's Right, and the third might be their peers, and then some other community institutions that they go to, maybe places of worship or community organizations. Right, so it starts them with social contexts that are very, very close to their hearts and open to their eyes, and that is the family. So, parents, are you setting the model? an example for what it is to be flexible and adaptable. Now, sometimes that is very, very tough and trying. But when things have to change, what kind of um, attitudes do you display? What kind of responses um, do you show? Because your child will pick it up your child will learn more from what you do, more from your attitude than what you say. So this, through the lens of positive your development, means that we start from a place at home or close to home, close to their heart. If we want them to be agile, we want them to be flexible, we want them to be adaptable, we have to show them first. Right? And sometimes it is also not about or not about protecting them too much that they become indulgent. You know, sometimes I this is where I, I see a basic difference between parenting styles. Um, I, for one, I mean, I, I don't want to declare, you know, that this, I, I think this is too stereotypical about comparing 
the Western or the Eastern style, Asian or Caucasian style of parenting, but I think to um, observe um, parents um, with the Western mindset being more open to having their kids fall down, pick themselves up without fussing over them and say, yeah, you saw you, you, you fell, all right, it's okay, pick yourself up, let's go compared to other parents who may feel, oh my goodness, you know what has happened to you, or you got a cut, oh dear, and making such a big fuss that the child does not learn that, okay, it's all right, it's okay to fall, you may have hurt a little bit, just check whether there are any broken bones or whatever, if not, pick yourself up and go. You model it that way, and the, the parenting style that comes with allowing kids allowing children to fall and fail as a result of that what do you do after that is more important right and so positive view development says that it does not mean that we protect our young from failure but rather we give them the opportunity opportunity to make the decisions and then bear the consequences we are not shielding them from failure. But of course, where danger is involved, we will step in. But that has to do with boundaries and more about that in another episode. But for now, if you do not give your child the opportunity of uh, wandering and then uh, falling, but within a boundary that is safe and secure, and you don't give them that opportunity, where are they going to learn? And the period of adolescence is a wonderful opportunity for learning. As in the previous episode where I talked about the safety net or the trampoline of community coming in together, we make our children go through the tightrope with confidence and even when they fall, they bounce back. And that is the shift from fragility to agility. That's all I have for this episode. And do join me as we make the next step in our mega shift of positive youth development. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been really great having you on board. And if you have not already done so, be sure to visit me at drjohntan.com. That is drjohntan.com. While there, do subscribe to every Youth Matters show. Also, if like me, you want your message to reach a wider audience online, do sign up at instantpodcastleader.com. That is I-N-S-T-A-N-T. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-L-E-A-D-E-R.com InstantPodcastLeader.com If you do just that, you'll get a free ebook called Inspire, Connect and Elevate Your Online Reputation. So, till the next episode, remember, we're in it together for every youth matters.